Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Today, Emma and I talk about our depression, Emma going on vacation, and the return of Mary Poppins and what it would be like if we hosted the Academy Awards. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. You just qualified for special ed big time. <laughs> I know, for sure. I mean, this is it's so, so funny that we're doing this over Skype. We're really getting... I know. this took 50 minutes to prep this, we were getting better with our technology. I knew it was too good to be true when I thought that we were just doing it on the phone, but... Well, for those who, who subscribe to our Patreon, we're doing live recordings of our podcast now. And so yeah. this one's over Skype. So right. this actually records, which is kind of cool. But then we also have to do it on our phones to audio record. Yep. So do you notice that I have like Mariah Carey lighting on me? You look great. Thank you. I did you am, did you get a special lighting setup just for this? No, it's just my um, old paint, my old light that I used to set up for painting, and so I put ah. it up. And now I. But if you put it directly on your face, I look w- well rested and fresh. How how convenient! It's like a real life Instagram filter. It is a real life Instagram filter. That's exactly what it is. Um, someone messaged me, by the way, on Instagram today, and they were like, "Oh, we really like your comedy, but we prefer your porn." Okay, I mean, that that means that... Sh- I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know what they're trying to get with that. I, I just think... I think you I... You know I, what? I, that is not a good way to hit on a comedian, is what that is. That's not... You know what I mean? Like I guess they're trying to be funny. They're trying to be funny, but I'd be like, you know what? Sensitive subject. Like, anything... At least I find anything that has to do with actual stand-up is like, I'll overthink it. Like, last night... I had two shows last night, and the first show was great. Like, I was like... Where are you, by the way? I'm in Florida. I was at Off the Hook Comedy Club. And the first show last night, like, I really... I was just like... I did a different, like, order. I did some new material. Like, I was, like, so happy with it. And then afterwards, I met some people that, like, came to the show. And I was like, oh, I'm glad you were at this show. It was my favorite one. And they were all like, oh, really? And then... The whole all day today, I was like, why were they so surprised it was my favorite show? Like, that was like, it was a great show that I thought. But I think people don't know what to say when they go see comedy shows. I think they don't know how to like, I don't (laughs) think, I don't think they're, I just don't think people really know what to say. Like they'll, they'll, you know, like when they walk up to a comic and like there's three other comics around you and they'll be like, oh, you were the best one. It's like, they're right here. Yeah. They, that actually happened the other night too. The, um, Yeah. That happened the other night. Someone was saying it to... They, like, said it to the feature. They were like, we liked her better. And, you know, and then... And you're like, like, shut up. It's not X Factor. Yeah, Um, exactly. Wait, how was your Christmas? What did you do? My Christmas was nice. I went with um, the art therapist and met some of her family. So that was nice. How Mm -hmm. was yours? I want to hear everything. Because you were, were, like, out and about. Well, I was gone for seven days. And I I did no shows. And I did no diet or gym i just ate everything and felt depressed um it was good i mean i actually really good time with my sister i got to stay at her house with her husband who i love and she's pregnant so we're all excited about that oh great Mm -hmm. um i just was so depressed because i didn't realize like everyone was like couple 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 and then i was like all bitter and mad because I was sad about Kike. So right. I like cried a lot. But then I went to the city 
with my friends John and Jesse, and we went out to like all my old haunts. So I we went out to Sidetrack, which I was stopped so much in one night. Cool. And a lot of them are fans of the podcast. So anyone who oh, came up to me hey. and said they listen to the podcast, thank you. It made my yeah, week. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Were they like? Uh, were they like Mateo? How did they approach you? Just like, oh hi, like we like I like your comedy. Or someone was like, oh, isn't he like an Instagram person? And I was like, I mean, I'm a comedian, <laughs> but I get it. Like, well, f- the um, the club owner of this club was telling me about like the Instagram personalities that come through, and he was like, no one sells tickets like Instagram and Facebook people. So that's my goal for uh, 2019 is to be a social media celebrity. Well, how many Instagram followers do you have? 15. So I have. I thought you had 25,000. I've got 24,000, but I got to get about a million more. Yeah, me too. I just got to 112,000. That's great. It's a lot of followers. But the people that are like quote unquote Instagram people, like I'm not, I don't know that world at all. So like he was telling me names and I haven't heard of these people. But like there's just. They're, they're huge. They've got, like, millions and millions. I mean, I know the girl that you told me about, Lily Singh. Yes, she's a YouTube she's, star. And she's so famous. Mm-hmm. But I'd never heard of her. And then Hannah Hart. I don't think I know who Hannah Hart is. She's, like, a soft, butch lesbian. She had a web series called My Drunk Kitchen, and she would get drunk. Oh, I know who she is. I love her. Mm-hmm. Well, I loved she's those. Funny. I loved her drunk cooking. It's genius. I mean, it's like I was doing drunk cooking. I just wasn't recording it and putting it on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, I've been doing that for years. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get out of this sad slump I'm in. So I wanted to ask, did you feel sad when you got to Chicago? Or did you just feel sad because everyone was coupled up? Coupled up. And I was supposed to be there with Kike and sad. And, and like, I keep feeling sad because it's like, I just am sad, I guess. I don't know. I just am in, like, such a lumpy, sad mood. Would you ever consider going on an antidepressant? No, because I don't think it's a that type of sadness. I don't think it's like a chemical like sadness. I think it's just like a lonely sadness and I just have to like distract myself. I mean, I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm not having any sex and I'm not like going I'm not I don't drink or anything like that. So, I mean, I had a few drinks in Chicago, but um yeah, I don't know. You're I'm, not someone that, like, has some bad habit. You don't have a vice, like, a bad vice that you do when you get, like, triggered with stuff. No, but my vices are always, like, more emotional. Like, I always just kind of blob. Like, I just you, feel bad all day. What would you, like, because, like, healthy coping skills, which I need to get more of. I mean, that's, like, working out, talking to friends. But it's, like, we all know that, but... I mean, I know very few people that actually do that. Like, when yeah, they're really, really depressed. Yeah, it's hard to put it into uh, action, I guess is the yeah. word. Once the, depression, once the depression sinks in, because I I think Wellbutrin and, like, going on... My um, ADD meds are, like, work as an antidepressant, too. I think I would have... I don't think I'd be, like... Because there's been times where I felt so depressed that I don't think I would have snapped out of it if it wasn't for, like, Wellbutrin. Well, Butrin, they should. It sounds like the a podcast. It sounds like a new um, 
club or something. Like, we went to Wellbutrin. Oh, yeah. Club Wellbutrin. And it was great, man. We went to Wellbutrin, and, like, the line, like, we... <laughs> I do, I'm I, happy. Just don't bring up Prozac. And they're like, Wellbutrin. I don't understand people who... I guess I'm just such an old curmudgeon. This this episode's gonna be the old curmudgeon episode, but, like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I, I'm, I'm 32. I'm not too old, but, like, I walk by not clubs, and people are just waiting in these long lines. I'm like, for what? You're just gonna oh. spend so much money and not be happy. The only thing I like to wait in long lines for would be if it was some kind of like delectable dessert. Like, I like a I cronut would... when they used to like meet, meet up in New York for the cronut. I never got the cronut, but I get that. Yeah, the cronut was, uh, by the way, I feel really bad because my entire family listens to this podcast and they were like, Mateo, you Did were so mean you were... to, they were like, you were so mean to Andrew, your friend. And I was like, I didn't think I was mean. I thought I was like being my sarcastic, funny self. So Andrew, if you're listening, sorry. And you said you you had you said you were like in a mood. I mean, you said you're like I am having. Yeah, in my stages, time. in my stages of grief, I was in a full blown rage. I was in anger. I was in full blown anger. Did you? Did anybody approach you at the bar? Like, like, did like you to hit on me? Mm-hmm. No, I am. Not, I don't feel like I'm hit on very much. I'm not even like on Instagram. Like, I don't know. You would think I haven't gotten on any dating apps or anything, but like. What's your know, vibe at the know. bar? Like when you go in, are you do you like look around or are you just like zoned fear. in talking to your friends? My vibe is fear. So they're fear like, based, he- shy. I don't walk like my friend. I work out with sometimes because if he- you look scared, that's going to make them scared, and they're going to be like, "Oh, he knows something we don't know." Yeah, where the bomb is, or like yeah, I'm a spy. Right. Um, my friend Trey, or I shouldn't say his name. Whoops. Anyways, my one of my buddy, um, he he has so much confidence. Like he'll like like meet guys at the gym and this and that. And I'm like, how? I don't understand how you're doing this. Like I must give off a vibe of like, don't talk to me. I must come off like a cunt. Does he drink a lot? No. Oh, because to me that is what makes it seem like. If someone, like, drinks a lot, then that, to me, like, gives you confidence. I wonder if I have to go, like, on my own eat, pray, love adventure. <laughs> what but, would it be called? Um, uh, it would be eat, gym, and don't connect emotionally with another man again for the rest of your life. Eat, gym, glory hole. Eat, gym, bathroom. Eat, gym. Eat, eat gym. Blowjob. Eat, gym, grinder. Eat, gym, grinder. There we go. That's my version of eat, pray, love. Yeah, because well, I think as I'm on, I'm on the road every single weekend from Jan, the end of January through March. So it's like now, do you get depressed when you're on the road, or do you does that? Because I actually find it freeing. I like it. I mean, I, I'm well. I say that no, I, I it's very off putting, but I do like like being in a hotel and doing. You know, it can be very productive. Too. I think I'll be depressed. I don't know. I just don't know what I'm doing. Part of I just am in such a weird mood. Well, here's the thing. Being on the road, too, can also be really depressing because you are not accountable to everybody. Like, I was thinking about that. It's like no one know You are making your own schedule. And it's not even like you're a freelancer who then, you know, lives with someone or even say you're a single freelancer where they like you see friends regularly because you're literally like out in the middle of nowhere with no accountability. Mm-hmm. So you you really do feel like I remember when I tried it when I first wanted to get into entertainment my stepdad was like Emma you know you have to go out to sea for a long time mm-hmm. and I was kind of like what does he think I'm trying to do exactly here but now I get what he was getting at like it's just like you're kind of out to sea yeah I think what I do is any city I go to I just make sure I find a gym and find a gym I just if I can't cook though I go crazy what are you gonna yeah how are you gonna eat in these hotel rooms 
I don't know, find like chicken and buy a bunch of it and save up. You're going to be out scavenging for chicken. I would be like, like live chickens. I'm like sneaking into a chicken farm in the middle of the night and like just killing them. They'll be like, is that that comedian? Is that that Instagram star? No. No. (laughs) Just give me that chicken. Well, I'm really trying to rally myself through this. I'm trying to make myself like get through this and move forward. Have you cried? Tons. Okay, because that's like, good. Like, that like, like one of those crying where you feel your face, like you're like, like your face is contorted <laughs> into like a like a place that you can't even, you couldn't even think it was possible. But then as I was crying, I literally was thinking to myself, like, how did my face make this face? Like, where were the, you when? You, where were you? The back of the cab. Um, <laughs> I was here in my house. Um, oh, the airplane okay, ride. Yeah. Okay, my airplane ride back to New York, I wanted it to, like, slap the man next to me. First of all, I got upgraded to first class, so I was super excited. Nice. And then I swear to you, a man who was a perfect circle sat next to me and put three drinks next to me, like, on, on the in-between us, right? And so three drinks and moved my drinks aside, immediately bitched about my blanket being near his side. Then he got on his laptop, put on his headphones, got on his Bluetooth, took his iPad and put his iPad down in front of him, started watching Harry Potter and then started making phone calls and then bitching at the flight attendant. I was This was livid. a busy guy. This guy was, like, doing the most. The most. And, of course, I'm, like, crying the entire the entire ride. I was just crying. And they, the flight attendant was like, we have um, a small lunch for you. And I was like, yeah, I love the chicken. And then that guy got mad because they didn't have the sliders anymore. He's like, well, I thought there were sliders. And she was like, no. He was gay. And she was like, no, there's no sliders left. Like, we just have the chicken. Well, this next time, is there a kosher meal back there? <laughs> so it, it just was a mess. And I, so it was a weird emotion to be 30,000 feet up in the air, sobbing like a baby, and also wanting to just slap the person next to you. Yeah, you've got a lot. That's a lot going on. I've been, I cried two times on this vacation too because after I saw you, so. <laughs> it was the, me. You saw me and you're like, I've had enough <laughs> of him. After the last <laughs> time I saw you, I confused my schedule. So, well, it was two things. It was not being able to get into my email was stressing me out more than I. Are could. you fine with that now? I mean, it sucked. It, it, it really, it sucked in ways I didn't even like. It's just so violating and creepy feeling. But I'm but saying, is everything thing, back in your control? No, I, I can't get into my Gmail. Once you once you get blocked out of your Gmail and they have changed the backup email address, and the, so they get in and right away they change the phone number to contact you at and the backup email. Because how they got in was they hacked into my backup email. So then once they're in my backup email, they went to my eWilman85 and said, send me a new password. And then that new password went to my backup email. Then they got in, changed the note phone number. They changed all kinds of contact stuff. But what sucks is they don't know any security questions. So I was trying to get a hold of someone at Google. Like, if you ask them a security question, they're not going to know it. And also, they can't explain why I suddenly went from being in the States for 32 years to an obscure part of Saudi Arabia. Mm. Which, and then, like, I felt like everything I was saying, I was, like, trying not to sound, like, anti-Saudi Arabian, which I'm not. But I was, like, I, I felt like I was putting... You're, like, anti, you're anti-one Saudi Arabian. Exactly. I felt like I was putting, like, a stanky spin. I'm, like, and they're in Saudi Arabia. Not that there's anything Well, because Saudi it's Arabia. not, it's not New York. It's not Boston. It's not New York. Exactly. It could have been wherever. I was, like, you know, and then I, w- and then I said, <laughs> one of the times I was, like, well, I'm trying to email him and say, what do I need to do to get back in my account? But I don't want to negotiate with terrorists. And then I was like, 
because he's terrorizing me, not because I think he and all Saudi Ravens are terrorists, but this guy is a terror to me, Emma Wilman. But I can't get a hold of anyone over there. You know what's so, crazy is I actually can't imagine you crying. Yeah, well, it wasn't. So part of the reason I cried was it was it was pretty complicated. So I so I couldn't get into my email, and then I messed up my schedule. I thought that I had to fly to L.A. for a day to film. So I flew on my birthday to L.A., landed, saw my acting coach, and then I thought I was supposed to film on that Friday. So I texted um, someone over there and was like, what's my call time? And she was like, you're, you're not in here until after vacation. And that was just... How did your manager and agent not get that right? They... Well, my man... I let my man, my manager go. But my manager... Good. Yeah. But he also had, like, nothing to do with scheduling, which was part of the problem. Like, he wasn't... That was part of the problem was that he, like, wasn't advancing any of my shows, which means they, like, tell you what hotel you stay at and, like, mm. when you... So that was part of the issue. So... Uh, but... It was my fault. Like, it was my fault because we originally thought I was doing it. And then my agent said, no, actually, you're not needed until after the break. But I hadn't seen in the email clusterfuck. I, like, just missed. I missed it. So it was my fault. So I was really, really, really upset. And then I was so, so strung sorry, out from Emma. flying. Cause then I, and then I flew back. I took a red eye back. And then I had, like, a bunch of shows on Saturday night. But I was, like, so That's strung out. Uh, Sunday I had a bunch of shows at the uh, Sunday day I had or yeah I had a show at the I had one show at the Cellar Saturday night but I had a bunch of shows at like New York Comedy Club the New York Comedy Clubs and they were great like Mm -hmm. I had so much fun and then I had the shows at the Cellar were awesome on Sunday and then it's weird though when you go into work like at the Cellar or any other comedy place and you have just like something on the back of your mind or you're stressed out or you're flu and it's oh, like man. you're like I'm doing the one thing I want to do and you're drinking coffee I had a Red Bull I and a so coffee the other night and I uh, almost almost exploded on stage I mean I literally was almost like like well I, I think it I think it's actually not because it makes you did you do it to feel less depressed no I did it to wake up I had no energy in me so I and then I went to Bob's house, the drag queen, and I was Bob, on so queen. much coffee and Red Bull. By the time I got to his house, I basically crashed. I was like, right. oh. "Hi, Bob." Right. Mm-hmm. Red Bull. Well, what I ended up doing was that Saturday night, I felt like so strung out and like angry that like everything was unmanageable that I actually had wine. God, we and sound it, just so depressed. The holidays destroyed well, us. I'm glad they're fucking over. It was. It was just so... I, like, went to the bathroom. I had a glass of wine, and it felt great. I, You know, I haven't had wine in such a long time. And then I went and had, like, great shows all night. But then the next day, I was like, I wish I hadn't done that. But because also the other thing was, is it was fun. Like, I was, like... Like, I had, like, a great time with it. I went and bought, like, I ate, like, a bunch of chips. Like, I was, like... I had a great time. I did, like, new material. I had a good time. But then the next day, I kind of felt, like, crappy. I'm switching up my material. I'm doing my whole bit about the Food Network now because I can't do the same shit over and over again. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, th- you got it. But what what bothered me about myself was I was like, why did I need to have wine to feel comfortable switching up? I mean, I do different sets a lot, like in different order. But like, why did I need to have wine to feel comfortable, like doing like a bunch of new material? And in the, you know, what came out of my mouth when I was trying new material. What? This is weird. I was talking about how so many straight women seem to be, like, making fun of men's balls. Like, I Mm. feel like I always hear women be like, oh, balls are gross. 
And the thing is, is it's like, maybe they're just with the wrong balls. Like, I would hope if I were straight, I'd be like, balls. But it's just a weird time in society that I'm the one defending balls. So then I went, (laughs) I pretended that if I was balls lawyer, what I would say. And it was funny, but it was fucking weird. Like, when I left the club, I was like... Did I just say I was a, the defendant for balls? Did I was I the ball lawyer? You're on one of those commercials where it's like, have you had your balls made fun of? Are you tired <laughs> of having your balls made fun of? Then call me, Emma Wilman, at one eight 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 balls for you. Like, the gayest looking person. But I remember when I used to get blowjobs. Tyler's I stuff confused. To the balls. Our intern, that because he can't hear you, he just hears me. So it goes from. <laughs> I was talking about sadness, and all of a sudden I'm just like balls five eight 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 seven two three balls. Tyler's gonna think that I'm having such a breakdown that I'm. I we're both having a breakdown. Maybe we need to go on a vacation together. Well, I gotta. Oh, that would be great. That would be so fun. But so, so I've kind of now, like, I feel like I've like kind of emerged from the breakout a little bit because. uh, But you know what it is? Because I had. not performing is good too, but the problem with not performing is like when you do do shows, you get such uh, an adrenaline rush, so that mm-hmm. can help with depression too. So mm-hmm. probably you were like not getting your adrenaline hit like you need to, and that just makes you, you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I wish I could just fast forward three months because I know three months from now I'll feel a lot better. Right. Just well, sucks. I even was getting um, self-help books at the checkout at Walgreens, like this one. Like when I at was really Walgreens, yeah, to get a self-help ch- to get a self-help book anywhere is depressing. But if you're getting it at Walgreens, it's bad. Yeah. Especially because I'm in Florida, so it's like like I bought one that was like Mornings with Jesus. Oh my God, J- Morning that with Jesus, what? Morning it's- with <laughs> Jesus, what? Why I hate how people make Jesus like your best friend. Eh. I haven't, um, I haven't uh, read it yet, but don't um, ever read it. <laughs> don't ever read Mornings with Jesus. If Jesus is not Jesus, the guy you fucked the night before, then I don't care about Jesus in the morning. And then I you never thought, heard the best part of waking up is Jesus in your bed. Like talk about a judgy, weird, like. Hey, Jesus. It's little prayers and stuff. But this is, and then I also got, this one I've actually been reading. Um, Shift your thinking. 200 ways. So. Let's let's read some ways. Okay. All right. So I posted about this in the Patreon because they said, ASAP isn't a commitment. It's confusion. And it's about how ASAP is the vernacular for the semi-committed. It's for those who seem more comfortable living with unspecified promises than they are about giving the gift of clear communication. Wait, what? None of this makes sense. ASAP means as soon as possible. But it's like, it's ambiguous. So it's better to say, I'll do it by two o'clock. You know? Okay, you don't like that one. All right. Um, I don't like that at all. Okay, let's see. When you think, when you begin to think less about what people think of you, that's when you'll really be able to think. Cool, bitch. How the fuck do I stop caring what people think about me? I know, they don't get into that one. Yeah, we're not getting to specific. If you just wake up and are happy, you won't be sad. I love that shit. Okay, this was one. What if the career move you were fantasizing about was just your current career, but with a more rigorous level of commitment? And it's about how you spend so much time daydreaming about things that you don't focus on what the problem could be with the current thing. I, I, all my daydreams have become my reality. Really? I'm a comedian. I'm traveling. I'm singing shows. I'm drawing. I live in New York. I work out. I it's all all the things I've ever wanted. I'm doing them. 
Except but, I don't have love. <laughs> <laughs> but so that so so you but you so you still don't want to do an antidepressant with that. No, because I actually don't think it's to the point where I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll just pop a pill and then that'll be better. Because I'm not like dealing with my reality right now. I don't think that my right. depression is the same as yours. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because I definitely feel like mine, but I feel like mine can definitely be like triggered by stuff, but it definitely also feels like chemical. And c- chemical depression runs in my family. Of course it does, because I'm from like waspy New England family. Right. Every- uh, we don't talk about our problems. Everyone is on antidepressants if they're from New England, I feel. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think this is just like a habitual thing. Like my friend Taylor was like, oh, it's just habit and it takes like 90 days to get out of a habit. And once you do it, you'll get over it. Is the habit he's saying, was that that you were in a relationship? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you not depressed the whole time you were in a relationship? No, I was actually really happy. I mean, towards the end, I got really frustrated, but I think it was more of a physical thing. I also think... In retrospect, probably both Kiki and I rushed something that didn't need to be rushed. So, Ooh. like, we were rushing, like, we'll be together, we'll do... And it's like, wait, you guys just chill out. If you're going to be together, then just take your time. He can stay in Spain, I'll stay here. Let's just get the fiancé visa and then do it the proper way. But we were just both so eager to, like, be next to each other and start our lives and this and that, that I think we were rushing something that didn't need to be rushed. And so, in as a result, we we butt heads a little bit. But nothing you know, bad. I mean, I was very happy really, with It's him. interesting to hear you say that. Like that, but you know what? Also, as I asked that question, and you said no, I wasn't depressed. That I was like, "Ooh, questions you shouldn't have asked for 500." Were you depressed at all when you were in a relationship? No, I was really happy. Thanks for, thanks for. No, I mean, I think I talked about dipping into depression. I think I, I've had like I have my spouse of like I go in. And I don't out even. I didn't even feel like you ever were talk. I feel like you actually weren't, didn't talk about being depressed at all. Like you talk about being frustrated, but it didn't seem like you got depressed. Well, I think I'm depressed now. I'm sad that it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. But that's my problem, too, with men is, like, I am so strong in other aspects of my entire life. But with men, I'm just putty. I have no strength. I embarrass myself. I allow myself to just be walked over. I do things that I know are not good for me. I do, you know, it's like I really... You and every every strong woman. I mean, think about, like, (laughs) J-Lo and her dating history. You know what I mean? Or, like, all those, like, people where it's like they are, like, couldn't be more, like, on top of their stuff. She's a little more Black Widow than I am. I mean, I feel like she takes these men's and then just, like, we never see them again. Like, she dated Ben Affleck and he's just been in and out of rehab since. (laughs) Or Mark Anthony, wasn't she? Mark Anthony got two feet shorter from his original height by the time he was done with J Lo. Talk about someone where I mean he, he, I mean not to be too mean, but his um, his face is fucked up. My cousin Brian, that's his number one pick, is Mark Anthony. Really? Yeah. Who like, looks like Mark Anthony, but um, not my it, cousin Brian, but I'm saying Mark Anthony. But yeah, I, someone, I think I think that's what the issue was getting into with me and Kike was just like not it was just us rushing something and well, I think also I'm just moving to plug this in I think that um, that's more pr- pr- prone to happen when um, you guys are long distance because mm-hmm. you have to put so much effort into like s- like see each other so then but in retrospect if we were just patient it could have worked out right but someone had to make a lot of effort to be flying to Spain so Me, like, yeah, I was making a lot of effort, but I also had more money. Right. 
Um, okay, God's promises for every day. That's I how don't that care is. about God's promises is- to every fucking day. You can't go from killing people who are sodomizing themselves to like, God loves you. Like, no, God seems like a real piece of shit. No, no. Mm-hmm. What, to, what to do when you feel lonely? Don't talk to God. He'll kill you. No. He'll make you <laughs> he, kill your first son. Or if you, you look behind you, you turn into a pillar of salt. You know what this is an example of? It's because you grew up with religion and I didn't grow up with any. So I know none of this. Like, Well, let I me tell you something. God's not your friend. I know nothing about God's promises, you know? Well, he makes a lot of weird, jealous promises. Never mentions we shouldn't do shouldn't do genocide, rape, or racism. He just focused on like, oh, don't worship anyone else and don't use my name in vain. And it's like, wow, you seem real, real jealous. Well, I'll see. I'm going to read this and then I'll let you guys know if I have a different interpretation. It's good to tell you But that definitely was like a new level. I've ne- I mean, I've been depressed before, but I've never bought um, books, self-help books from Walgreens. Emma, you're going to have to keep the iPad still because those who pay on the Patreon are going to start killing themselves if you're just like moving around. Is it? How is it now? Shaking. Fuck, it's because I'm holding it. Is there anything you can lean it up against? Hold on here. Wait a minute. Wow. There you go. Wow, we're really getting we're really getting into <laughs> By the way, if anyone wants to join our Patreon page, you can watch Emma and I talk to each other. Emma's currently laying on the ground like a yoga instructor. Or you look like one of those girls in like a nineteen fifties music video, like on the beach, right. like and yeah. you're doing like foot dancing behind yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Tell me more, tell me more. What does he have a car? Uh-huh. Another shit movie, Grease. I remember my mom watching Grease as a kid. She's like, you're going to love Grease. And then I watched it as an adult. I'm like, well, you're a bunch of whores and assholes. That's oh, what this movie it. is. But it's so bad. Rizzo was in her early hundreds and she was like, I'm broken. And then, you know, like everyone else was just an asshole. Frenchie was so annoying. Gosh, gosh. And then, like, John Travolta was a piece of shit, and the only good character was the, um, was the principal who was like, Blanche, stop blubbering. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about her. I love that movie, though. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Your memory. (laughs) See, if you were in the acting, you would really be able to recall lines. I don't think I could recall lines. I think you could, because, okay, so, you guys listening, pilot season's coming up, so... That means that's when they, like, cast all this stuff. So I've been, like, getting some scripts in that I've been reading. And me, like, the way you just recalled those lines from movies you saw forever ago, I'm trying. Like, it's like, I, I have to, like, keep I, reading this stuff over and over. I don't re- I don't um, audition for anything. But that's because you don't want to. Yeah, because I think it's horrible. I think it's completely a nightmare. It is a ni- it's, it is a nightmare. I was thinking about that for like because I was trying to think about realistically. Okay, why do people come to shows? People come to shows from radio or podcasts. No one's going out to a show because I'm the best actress they've ever seen. That's not happening. Like I'm. It's it's fun when you like you guys see me on TV stuff because then you guys message me and are like, oh cool. It's like you know getting to see my buddy on TV. That I appreciate. But no one's like, oh my god, you blew me away with your acting skills. So that's why it was making... Well, you haven't gotten a chance to, like, really act yet. I mean, you've done CW. You're not, like, in a... a, You're not, like, in the um, doubt with Meryl Streep. I mean, you know, you're... And I'm okay with that. Like, that's what it was making me be like, okay, this year I want to focus more on uh, becoming an Instagram model. Well, I mean, that's what I'm... (laughs) 
That's what I'm trying to do. They have, there's some like, and I don't know if I could be an inside. I'd have to work out a lot more. Do you still have your microphone with you? Just checking. Woo! Hell yeah. What do you have planned for, uh, do you have anything planned for New Year's Eve? We have the same mind because I was going to ask the same question. I'm at the cellar and I will be singing in the new year. Are you singing? She asked me to do the cellar in Vegas, but it was after I already made, I had plans to be away, but, um, and also both Mateo and I will be at the cellar at the same time in January. No, in March. In March. We'll both be there in March. Yeah. I'm singing. Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all. Are you singing? You're going to be singing upstairs? No, I'm with the band at Village Underground. Ooh, that's going to be crazy. Are you going to be singing as as it like strikes midnight? Yeah, we're going to go three, two, one. Happy New Year. Should all acquaintance me. Okay, by the way, Mariah Carey singing that song. You have to look at her music video for the Happy New Year song because it is as if you and I made it. It is the worst video on the face of the planet. It is unbelievably bad. You have to watch it. Which one is it? She sings the Happy New Year songs, like the old Lang Syde. And she's got her own special music. I've never seen that. Did it not do well? No, it did terrible. But I'll send oh. it. If anyone at, at wants to watch it, you should watch it. Be- like, or, just, or let us know if you saw it. By the yeah, way, everyone, follow us Facebook. on Instagram at Inside the Closet yep. Podcast. And follow us on our Patreon and I'm gonna, Facebook for Instagram, page. For Instagram, um, I want Tyler, the intern, and I, were, we were talking about like finding like other, like, fun gay accounts and then like featuring them as well so like mm. it'll be like a way to like get like other like gay stuff out there because there's so many like meme accounts that i think are funny but like we should have one just for like gayness so if you have a gay account you like following and even if they don't have any followers but it's still like queer gay whatever related send it to us or send it to the the inside the closet instagram and then we can like follow it too and feature it and like whatever Um, And on that note, we're going to take our break and we'll be right back. And when we come back, Mateo will continue talking about his depression and driving himself into a river. And Emma will be performing another 1950s uh, uh, holiday mix from Greece. So, oh, and we're back. Mm -hmm. My friend... Amber um, works as an esthetician or whatever, the people that do your skin. Mm -hmm. So I actually posted a picture of me and Amber on the Patreon page because seeing someone who I've been friends with since college but I never see, haven't seen in years made me be like happy to be myself because I was like, oh, even when I get really depressed, I'm like, I wish I was someone else or whatever. Then I'm like, yeah, but then what? I'd have to trade in my friends and family. And I would never do that. So, Um, but I saw her and she was kind of like, looking at my skin and then like looking away and i just caught her a couple times because i and because i had dry skin and then she was like you got to do some different stuff with your skin what are you washing so i told her i was washing with dial soap because my dermatologist told me to and she went <coughs> so i went into where she works which is a place called utla in naples florida or ultra or something like that and she got me all makeup and she taught me how to put it on so i did a makeup session yeah you need to be moisturizing every day and every night I got tons of moisture. I got nighttime moisturizer and daytime moisturizer. Yeah, I moisturize a lot. You can't tell, but I moisturize a lot. It, 
in that lighting, it looks like you moisturized just right. In this in this lighting, I have no problems uh, uh, with my skin. But then out of this haloed Mariah Carey lighting, it's all hell. I and she got me a bronzing thing, but the bronzer that she got me is like, like too dark. dark. Yeah, don't but put she, that on because that's the last thing we need is Emma Willman and you know. That's what I said. To, but so she, I actually have it on right now. But it's like, but she told me to like put it around my forehead and then my cheeks and then like my chin. But it's really dark, and I was like, Amber, if I mess this up and it looks like I am in blackface or something, I'm gonna have to shoot myself. And Wilman said it, not Mateo Lane. Could you imagine if, if I just showed up and someone would be like, if it wasn't enough for her to be homophobic, she had to go in a <laughs> where I'd be like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what I would. I don't even know what I. You would know what the one about. thing that kept me from the precipice of depression this entire mm. break was my cousin Megan's son. My nephew slash cousin. Oh, yeah. He's Those three. Those pictures are so cute. Yeah, his name is Wally, and I just wouldn't let go of him. We're just like was that best the first friends. Time, was it the first time you've connected with a kid like that? Um. Yeah, maybe it was the first time that I was ever like, oh, because my friend Sophia and Anais just had newborns, and they're two months old. Anais had twins. Sophia had her baby. And so they're just like babies. I mean, they need you to feed them. They're crying. This. I mean, they're just... It's a whole different ball game. And so I was exhausted. And then when I saw my cousin Megan's uh, son, and, you know, he knows me as, like, uh, Auntie Mateo. Um, he is... He knows all these Star Wars action figures. We got to watch TV together. We get to snuggle. Like, I was like, oh, my the God. Now I want like, kids. Yeah, a snuggling is a kicker. But it, there really is something about seeing them when they're a baby, when they're so helpless, that makes you mm-hmm. be like... <gasps> Because I remember there was this time my niece, my sister was like, please watch watch her while I run into Target. Because she's like, when you're like a new mom and like you just need to like run into Target or something, having someone else watch the kid is like, she was just like, will you do this please? And I was like, no problem. And she's like, thank you. And she ran in and Bailey was just like asleep on me. And I was like, oh my God, like she needs me big time. It's just a little blob with a brain in it. Mm-hmm. And it's so... But see, okay, so tomorrow I go, I'm going to be on vacation with my niece and my nephew. Now, mm-hmm. my nephew I never talk about because it's my half-brother's baby son. He's four now. And I'm not that close to my half-brother. Me and this kid have no connection. Mm. So I'm going to be around. I can't, like, give all the attention to my niece and then be like, and you. You know what I mean? I'm going to screw the kid up. You can. I mean, the kid's got other adults to, like, take care of him, you know? I know, but I gotta like I gotta have I have to do something so me and him fall in love in some way. Do you want kids or no? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty hard to picture after me get like messing up my schedule. So I flew to L.A. for eleven hours when I didn't. Well, you'd have to have a wife. You'd be the breadwinner. Yeah, but then I have to make more bread. You're you're on your you're getting there. Yeah, but you know what? I have one hundred percent faith in that right now. Part of my um, like mornings with um, like Jesus mm. and uh, is that uh, is that I'm gonna I want to make ten million dollars. Okay, well, is that really what Jesus's messages was? Was to well, make I, money? I don't. Think I haven't that that... read. No, I haven't read those books yet. But it's about um, we, because also I've been googling. Um, how to live in Florida but spend most of your time in New York. But you know what popped up? Mm. Tax evasion. Uh. It's illegal. 
Because taxes here are so much lower. So and this like, oh. is what Jesus was trying to tell you, too? Well, the, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of manipulating the information. I had these thoughts at the same time I bought these books. They're not actually connected. I just love that you bought a book about Jesus and you know nothing about Jesus. I know he died for our sins. That doesn't even begin to make sense. Yeah. He... God sent himself, but also his son, as a human sacrifice the, to die for our sins, so we're forever in debt to someone that we don't even know. No, it's I don't like think a, we're in like debt a, to him. I, uh, I celestial like, North Korea is what Christopher Hitchens said. <laughs> I think it doesn't... I don't know if it necessarily has to be taken literally. But I, I think, think it's they all, want it's it to like, be taken literally. It's either like Allah, Jesus, or like whatever. And then what is the principle of, Ju- of Judaism? Well, Judaism is just the Old Testament, so it's the it's the Bible without the New Testament. So it's the story of Moses and Abraham and you know so- Sodom and Gomorrah. And I and- support that. I'm a big supporter of the Jewish people. I realize when I like make a list of like people that like I like na- whose sense of humor I'm naturally attracted to, a lot of them either describe themselves as very like typical Jewish humor or Italian humor or like Yeah, what is it you love about Italians? The Italian Jewish people and then I also really like like what's considered like urban comedy. Like the other night I watched Bruce Spruce's like his old comedy special. Uh-huh. Um and <laughs> Is he the one about eating ass or when you're wash he, your ass? He used to he might have had he has a joke about like uh, like people that like laugh and don't move their mouth, but he he used to host Comic View back in the day. He's mm. really overweight. I don't know. He's funny. He's f- and then I like went into this like loophole about I was reading stuff and I got into reading about the Kevin Hart and Cat Williams feud. Did you mm. see that? No. Yes, I know about it because they don't but like each other. This was really interesting because Kevin Hart, Cat Williams is one of my favorite comics, but Kevin Hart ended up like really calling him out. He was like, you were poised to be a movie star, but you chose drugs, so take some responsibility. And I was like, Ooh. And then Kevin Hart was like, by the way, I hate gays. Nope, never mind, I don't. <laughs> I know, I, you, I was like much more sympathetic towards him, but then the more I read about it, I was kind of like, eh. He should have apologized again. Like, what's so... If uh, There's nothing wrong with apologizing again when everyone hears about it for, us, uh, for the first time. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't even know anymore. I just... At this point, we're all mad. They should have us everything. host Oscars. They what? They should have us host Oscars. Okay, let's present right now. Or let's go... Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for the 79th Annual Academy Awards, here are your hosts, Emma Wilman and Matteo Lane. Tupac wins everything. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it's so wonderful to be here to host the 79th Academy Awards. Uh, Emma. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend uh, should win everything. Okay. Rachel Bloom sings and dances and writes on the show. Emma, that's a, that's a television show. That's not, that's not <laughs> the Oscars. The Oscars are film. Oh, yeah. Okay. And movies. So oh, if yes. Rachel wants to write a movie, then we'll, I'm sure she'd be nominated. She's so talented. Okay. Uh, so far, okay. you're really ruining this opening m- monologue. Okay, wait, let me start over. Okay, welcome to the... You, you, you can The 79th Annual Academy Awards, hosted by myself, Matteo Lane, and Emma Wilma. We're excited to be here. So many big movies this year. Uh, uh, it's riveting. Riveting. How, how are we going to... How are there going to be a winner picked? Uh, I'm not using correct words. I thought you were a comedic host. We can't even banter. Oh, sorry. Um. <laughs> okay. And by the way, this is live. Um, what was your favorite movie this year? Oh, I would probably say um, uh, 
Mary Poppins Returns. Are you serious? I haven't seen it yet, but I was just told by the television commercials to say it was my favorite. You saw it? No, not I haven't had the pleasure yet, but for some reason that motherfucker annoys me. Wow. Well, in the previews, she seems like like Mary Poppins Returns is a bitch. Like she seems that's kind what of I'm saying, bitchy. Right, and like don't let her in the house. Like times have changed. Like you gotta like lock the door now. Why couldn't Why couldn't Mary Poppins be older? Like why couldn't Julie Andrews be Mary Poppins again? She has Absolutely, to be right. young. Mary Poppins doesn't age. She has to be young. Right. It's making it weirder and weirder. I am um, racist. But the nomin oh yeah, it's all, all racist. Um, but the nominees are, and then we okay. do that. We don't, we don't say the nominees. We're just doing oh. the opening monologue. Oh, so then we say, and now to present the nominees for best comedic performance in a movie. This is are- those aren't nominees. You would say we start with the best supporting. We start with best actress. Tyler is that what they always start with? So now to pre- I think it's now- best actress. So for our first award, the best actress or presenting best actress is last year's best actor. Susan Boyle. Oh, and then that's who presents the award for the new person? Yeah, and then they come out and they're like, so good to be. <laughs> and then, you know what's you interesting? Know. So I was talking to this guy that I know. I know two people that have won Emmys. I'm not going to say their names. I, 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 so, because this is because of what I'm about to say. So two people that are completely, one's a producer and one's an actor. Mm-hmm. And both of them said the year after they won the Emmy was like the toughest year of their careers because once you win, the, they both of them speculated that it was like people assumed that their rates had gone way up or there was like all these expectations and so that those both of them separately said that that was the hardest year of their careers you know I won an Emmy once for Shark Tank you know what I did with that award I dated it you sold it she would sell it if she won an award for something she would like fuck I know Um, we're running into the end of our podcast but my friend told me they're trying to get Mark Cuban to wear one of her t-shirts and I was like and take off his mask well, and then he wrote her back, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you're good looking. I guess people do that. I don't know." I mean, do you think I should join a dating app or no? Mm-hmm. I think you should. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready yet. I think that um, you know you could go on some coffee dates or something. Yeah, I could do that. You know, or why? Speaking don't we of take- which, a non-coffee date, like a not a, not a date date, but just as friends, Kyle Griffin and I, who's like a huge Twitter personality, him and I look a lot alike, and so we have the same Twitter profile <laughs> pictures. Oh, that's uh, we, funny. we got coffee together, and the tweet of us together got seven thousand likes. Nice. And I was like, wow. And and people still don't think that we actually were together. They're like, nope, this is Photoshop. No, 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 I'll no, check not it real. Out. I haven't gotten back into my. I actually haven't gotten into my. I had changed all my stuff for Twitter, but because of the login stuff. But I'll I'll go check it out and like it. I've been not. I was. I Twitter. I have just. Twitter is just never. Not your thing. You're better thing. off. But I. The only thing what people will come to shows from is Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Instagram for me. It's, oh yeah, because you don't do Facebook. No. You crazy. I know. Um, all right, so uh, guys, I'm going to be at the DC Draft House this uh, Friday and Saturday, January 4th and 5th. So if you're in the DC area and want to see me perform, get your tickets now. And I will be this weekend. I will be well. I'll be in Bahamas, and then I'm going to be in LA uh, doing Crazy X. But the next date I have on the books is Zany's in Chicago, January 23rd through 26th. And I think oh, it's I'll one, send my two, aunt Cindy and Uncle Mike. Yeah, because there's going to be a show that Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, three Saturday. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But we've got some time for that. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much.
Thank you guys.